Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So, you know, I don't usually do politics on this podcast, but there's something happening here in the UK at the moment, which is it's sort of relevant to storytelling and some of the stuff that we talk about here on this podcast. And I'm talking, of course, about the the slow and then suddenly fast disintegration of Boris Johnson's premiership, his uh, his time leading the Conservative Party and the country. Now, it's not over yet, but I'm recording this at just about six o'clock on the 6th of July 2022. And there have been more than 30 uh, resignations of ministers and um, private PPSs, pr- principal private secretaries and members of the government, essentially today, over... I mean, it's, well, it's not even worth going into, but just another in the series of kind of own goals that have happened uh, to Johnson and his um, government over the past few weeks and months. And arguably, if you go back to Bre- <laughs> if you go back to Brexit, you might say years. And that's really the Brexit. I guess was the point where I stopped. I stopped being a Johnson fan. And before that, of course. He's great entertainment, Boris Johnson. He's eloquent. He's funny. He's quick-witted. He's, you know, if you if you if you aren't in the UK, you may not know that that one of the things that really massively boosted his public profile a few years ago, or many years ago now, was he was asked to chair a really popular BBC news quiz show uh, a couple of times, and he was just funny and kind of. Yeah, he's he's just he's just a charismatic guy. Um but what's below the charisma and I think that's one of the things that um has been coming out under the over the last few months and arguably I mean you know when he made his decision on Brexit you know I, I felt at the time and still feel that it was a pretty cynical thing to do and he's led us all this dance with his eloquence and his charisma and right now what's happening is is this implosion of his his kind of government. And it's really because, it's really because of the story that the MPs are now telling themselves. And I had a conversation with a friend uh, two or three weeks ago who was bemoaning the fact that Johnson had just won a confidence vote by his own MPs. You know, they, they, they got enough votes to actually have the vote, but he won it. And the rules at the moment say that you can't, you can't challenge him again for a year and my friend was saying oh they can't challenge him for a year we've got him for at least another year and I was I wasn't sure because the relationship Johnson has with the his MPs who who elect him essentially is very transactional they chose him because they told themselves a story right a few years ago 2019 of that they told themselves a story that he could win them the election even though the Conservative government had been in power for a long time already, that he could take them over the edge with the whole get Brexit done shenanigans. And he did, of course, he did it handily. He got a good majority of MPs and uh, for a long time he kind of surfed that, that the, you know, the kind of the, what's the word, the sort of honeymoon period of that. But that transactional kind of sense is not really out of particular loyalty to him just as he doesn't particularly, I don't think, have loyalty to the Conservative Party. And at the point when they started to tell themselves a different story, which has been happening over the past few months and weeks and days and hours, their behaviour changes. And what we've seen 
24 hours ago, we saw the resignation of two big, big hitters in the Conservative Party, two members of the front bench, the health secretary and the chancellor, which is, of course, the chancellor is the second most important job in government. So these are big body blows. And even though Johnson managed to, you know, appoint new people fairly quickly, the, the, the resignations just kept on coming. And all through today, we've had, we've had essentially this realisation from people. And the thing is, we laugh at these politicians who are rats leaving a sinking ship as if we wouldn't do the same thing, as if we don't always, you know, act very much on our own, in our own self-interest. But what we're seeing is these people are telling themselves a different story about the future, a different story about Johnson's ability to win an election, or even, for a lot of them, allow them to keep their jobs. And of course, when we, we, we have a powerful enough story, when it triggers a powerful enough emotion, our actions change. We change our behaviour. Something happens. And this is what I, I've talked about this before. When we want to persuade people, when we want them to move, when we want them to do something, we don't want to be telling them every little detail. We want to put enough in place so that they can become part of the storytelling process themselves, so that they can have the, the insight. That insight goes on in their minds. That decision is made in their minds, and then they are more likely to move. And that's what we're happening today, and it's entirely possible while, while I've been recording this podcast that, that he's actually got a delegation of his own ministers, his own loyalists in Number 10 at the moment, who are apparently telling him he needs to go, including the person who became the Chancellor of the Exchequer last <laughs> last night. So what I'm gonna end with this because it's it's such a good example of the kind of the silly situation we're in now. Johnson's been in a committee this afternoon. He's been in the, the liaison committee, which is the the most important parliamentary committee there is really. It's about it's the big hitters from the other committees get to quiz the Prime Minister about any aspects of government and he's been talking about Ukraine and taxes and inflation and stuff but as the meeting's been going on in in the usual calm kind of parliamentary way outside there have been resignations and resignations and public statements and all this kind of light and the the, the people who are quizzing him <laughs> yeah, one of them apparently tweeted his resignation from that room while he was quizzing the Prime Minister, which I think is uh, fairly interesting. But then one, a, a committee member called Darren Jones, quoted this passage at Johnson. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to end with this because it's funny. <clears throat> Here it is. When a regime has been in power too long, when it has fatally exhausted the patience of the people, and when oblivion finally beckons, I am afraid that across the world you can rely on the leaders of that regime to act solely in the interests of self-preservation and not in the interests of the electorate. And uh, Darren Jones, who quoted this passage, then went on to say to, to Johnson, you know, do you know who wrote it? And of course, they are both well aware that Johnson wrote it. He wrote it a long time ago about the Labour government. And Johnson's reply, which is perfect for him and explains why I'm sure he'll go on and earn a massive amount on the global stage was that it must it must have been written by a Cicero or Aristotle or Montesquieu and uh, I think that sums up perfectly the kind of the craziness of the situation we've ended up with here 
you know, beware of charismatic leaders, uh, everyone. That's all I would say. And make sure that your story means business. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.